It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. It's a show where we talk about reality television. My name is Jake Shadell, and each week I ask my best friend if he watched a certain reality show. And his name is Thomas Powell. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing? Man, uh, not having a, a a live season of Survivor to uh, to cover for this long. You have no idea. Kicking a little rust off with the intro there, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's been a long time. Uh, and I'm just excited to get into it, you know? We're two two episodes in now, I think. Is that right? And yeah, uh, well, three, if you've because the first one was kind of like two episodes. Kind of, but it wasn't, actually, because it was just one extra long episode. Um, so sometimes they do two-hour episodes, and a lot of people argue they should do two-hour episodes every week. Do you agree or disagree with that? I uh, very much disagree with that. You don't want more scenes of camp life? But no, I just want, like, the regular structure. Like, one one tribal council. Like, you know, if you want to do, like, one episode per season where there's two tribal councils, that's fine. But otherwise, like, one tribal council. But then it would be two episodes. That's you. What, if there were two tribal councils? Yeah, that's yeah. what you sound like. <laughs> that's what, that's the, because it's true. Sorry that you can't accept uh, the truth. Remove the four, keep the one. There was only one tribal council this week. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 41 last night? Jake, I did watch Survivor. Excuse me, Survivor 41. Now we were going to have to start all over. Yeah. I can't believe you just screwed it up like that. Uh, this week's episode was called Juggling Chainsaws. It is a quote from our friend back home, Xander Hastings. What do you think of that episode title? It's good. There was a second when he said that that I was like, was that one of the things that he had to say from The Advantage? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, that's just a thing that he chose to say. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to get into this Advantage. It's the funniest thing they've ever done. I think Juggling Chainsaws is a very good title. Uh, that's one of the seasons so far. Brad is worried about JD uh, and goes running to catch JD and Ricard and then hides in a bush to spy on them. What did you think of Brad doing this? I thought... This was some extreme Tony behavior. I loved it. It was so much fun. I really like Brad. I do too. <laughs> He's so fun. This was, this was fun. He executed it pretty well. I kept thinking he was going to get caught because he like is the most unsubtle person mm-hmm. I've maybe ever seen on the show. But he he but, got it done. Uh, I think like Tony, for whatever reason, you just you get stealth powers if you're like a big kid. Yeah, yeah. I loved when uh, he was like, "Oh, if I if I'm staring at them, they'll be able to sense me. So I'm just going to close my eyes and listen." <laughs> Brad, smart guy. Brad is my winner pick. I know we already picked people. But I lo- I'm loving Brad this far in. Uh, he could be out next week, well, but like, also I could see him getting to the end. I don't know. The U.S. tribe seems strong. Haven't lost a challenge yet, I don't think. Did they? Yeah, they had a tribal council. Well, they didn't since then. So think about that next time. Yeah, and the, the one opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great point. Shan is now worried that Brad would spy on her. Uh, so nervous for Brad, actually. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you don't want people to have that takeaway. And that's a smart takeaway to have. Mm. It's like, oh, he's going to do this to everyone. Yeah, I feel like Shan is going to go far in this game. I honestly do think Shan could win the whole thing so far. Yeah, no, she could absolutely win. Either somebody's going to get on to her and she'll get eliminated pre-merge or she's going to make it really far. She is playing a very good 
social game so far, I think. And she's very aware of her place as well as everybody else's place in the game. So I think that's... She's promising. just got to find the right time to get Ricard out. I yeah. mean, that's really what her game is going to depend well, on. Well, they keep winning challenges, she's not going to get the chance. I think you want to get him out pre-merge, yeah, so that could be... I told you. That could be a disadvantage for them. Ricard, unfortunately, wants to take out Brad next. Boo. I'm on Brad's side all the way in this feud. I am too. Uh, over on Luvu, Deshaun has trouble starting fire. Uh, and he says, if you need somebody to beat at fire making at Final Four. <laughs> that was such a good line. That was really good. I like Deshaun. I'm glad I picked him. Yeah, I like Deshaun too. I, I feel like we haven't seen a lot from him yet, but everything we have seen, I, I've enjoyed. Uh, I also really like Nasir because uh, he gets fire in literally one minute and he finds breadfruit for the tribe and he's just all around a great dude. Like what's he's so, he's solidifying his spot there. I mean, if 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 you can be like the, you know, the, the Aussie type where like you can just feed everybody like they're not going to vote you out. Mm-hmm. And he said he wanted to be like Aussie, right? I think he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wish fulfilled, you know. Now let's talk about the Yassaw tribe. They are struggling. <laughs> it's not going great. Xander notices everyone, but he and Liana are gone from the camp. So he goes looking for an advantage under the guise that he's looking for his tribe mates. <laughs> Xander might be my favorite person who's ever played Survivor. <laughs> he's been playing like a pretty good sneaky game so far. I'm curious if somebody's going to get on to him or not. I don't know. He finds the beware advantage. Just maybe the best immunity idol they've ever had. It's a three-way shared immunity where they must say a secret phrase at every immunity challenge until all three secret phrases are said. And then the idol takes effect. Until then, he is not allowed to vote. Yeah, this is... I. Even before he opened it, I was like, I wouldn't open that. And I was proven right, because that is an awful advantage. I was so excited for him to open it. I was like, Xander, I know you're like a go for it kind of guy. I'm so excited for you to go for this. It's going to be so good. Uh, and he does. Like, you're on Survivor. Why not? Why not take the risk? You know? Well, because then you get in a position where uh, if you tell the wrong people, they can prevent you from voting indefinitely. <laughs> Yes, very smart. Xander's playing a very good game. Because he's dependent he's dependent on the two other people saying the things, right? Yeah, like, he, until he... So if they don't say it, they can just make it so he can't vote. That's true. That's true. Uh, I feel like an immunity is not worth that, though. If you, if you can get an immunity out of saying it. How does that work? Because they all three of them get immunity from this. I believe, yes. I believe once all three people say it, all do three they, of them get do, immunity. Do they just become separate immunity idols that they can use whenever? Because, like, is it a thing where they all have to use it at the same time? Like, I don't 100% understand how this is going to work. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't think anybody fully understands. All I know is that Xander has to say the line about butterflies being dead, pa- dead relatives saying hi at every immunity challenge <laughs> until other people say the other two, which I feel like is going to be. Oh, so it so wasn't like he, it wasn't like a thing where it, each person has to say it 
like one time individually and eventually it activates. They all have to do it in conjunction at right. the same tribal council. Exactly. At the same immunity challenge, they have to say it, which is just so funny. I loved how he didn't even like build up to it at all. He was just like, here's a line for me to say. <laughs> like he didn't make up a story about like seeing a butterfly for everybody to be like, oh, what a, what a nice little moment that kind of makes sense, I guess. Uh, and like, get sympathy from other people. He just was like, here's a thing I read of a piece of parchment. <laughs> Xander, my favorite guy. I hope he, he sticks around for a long time. He tells Evie and Voce, and then Evie tells the other women on the tribe about Xander's extra vote, which he can't even use. Xander, fucking killing it. What a great dude. <laughs> yep. He's uh he's off to a great start. Like that's a yeah. I, maybe I should take back what I said about him playing a good sneaky game because he had to. I think he was up until he got the advantage, and then he had to t- like. He's putting his fate in other people's hands at this point. I'm wondering if he he wasn't required to say that, was he? It wasn't like you're required to say this. It was just once you say it, you lose your vote. Or am I misremembering that? What do you mean once he... Like, he once he says the phrase, he has to get the other two people to say their phrase as well. Yeah. But if he doesn't say the phrase, then does he still vote? If he just, like... Oh, I... No. I, I think it's... No. It is... The minute that he opened the idol, he does not have a vote until he completes what it says. Good. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, like, he has to do it, I think. <laughs> That's so great. People seem to hate the beware advantage. I think it's the greatest advantage. It's really dumb, done. but I think it could be really funny. <laughs> it's so funny, because Xander has to say, I saw uh, butterflies are dead relatives. I don't 100% high. know if that's true. I think it might just be that they can do that over a course of several different ones. Did they specifically say that they all had to do it at the same time? They have Yes, they all have to do it at the same time. They have to say the phrase at every immunity challenge until all three are said. Which is like, who's going to say these three random phrases and then just nobody says them ever again after that? Well, is every is everybody going to have an opportunity to, like, I guess I don't, well, you know, like, every single physical challenge that you do, like, Jeff only asks, like, two people what they're thinking about it. No, we only see that. I believe he asks everybody something. Okay. So they would, in this case, they would show all three of them saying the dumb thing that they're <laughs> supposed to say. Yeah. Do you, did you write down what they were? Because the, oh, the Xander one is like, uh, butterflies are dead relatives, like... Saying coming, hi. Like, saying hi, yeah. <laughs> and then one of them was like, I'm as confused as a goat on AstroTurf. Yeah, that's the third one. And the third one was like, I just realized that uh, broccolis are just like little groups of trees or something like Let's that. Let's see. Uh, okay. I'm pulling it up now. It's taking a minute. Okay. <laughs> Your phrase. I truly believe that butterflies are dead relatives saying hi. Second phrase. I'm as confused as a goat on AstroTurf. And number three. I didn't realize this till now. Broccoli is just a bunch of small trees. 
if all three shared idols are not found by merge, this vote penalty ends and your idol is forever dead. Well, I feel like if that were to happen, they would have put it in the episode, though. Okay, so... Okay, so the, okay, so the way that it works is that... It, yeah, you don't... Okay, so you... I guess this makes more sense. You don't get to give out the other two. They are found... At the other tribes. By, yeah, the other tribes, and he's the only one that's found. Right. The So, okay, so it's... Man, that's <laughs> that's really rough. He might go the whole merge... Like, he might go all the way to merge without being able to yeah, vote. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, so there's... He says the phrase about the dead butterflies, and nobody says anything in response. <laughs> Quite possibly one of the funniest moments on Survivor ever. <laughs> it was pretty good. Got a couple choice reaction shots there. <laughs> Very good stuff. Uh, there's two immunities for this one. That's good. There's also a fishing gear reward. Um, they have to swim to a key and run over a net and a balance beam, and then guess what? Build a puzzle. That's right. Tiffany is horrible at the buzz, but the bu- at the puzzle. I was gonna say the puzzle beam. <laughs> Love going on the puzzle beam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany is horrible at the balance beam. Luvu takes first place. Uwa takes second place, and uh, Yasa loses because because of the trouble with the puzzle beam. So. Like, it seems obvious, right? Who they should vote out, right? It seems, like, so obvious. I mean, it seemed like it was pretty obvious from week one. Was it Abraham that they voted they out? They voted like, out Abraham, big strong man who they, loves They voted the out their best physical competitor, for, and I didn't understand why. Like, this is this is the thing with this. is This seems like an... Like, Evie has been calling the shots, basically, yeah. for Yasa. Yeah. And... The thing where you cater your game entirely around like, oh, well, I think I can play with this person later, it doesn't work when you lose every challenge because eventually you're going to have to vote that person out because you go to tribal council every fucking week. Right. And so (laughs) you do need to have somebody there, even if you think that maybe they're not as good for your game, like if you're going to lose every challenge without them there, you need to keep them around for at least a little while. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Tiffany feels fine. Because everybody is voting for Xander, apparently. But Voce wants Tiffany out. I totally forgot Voce was even on this tribe. Yeah. I Voce is one in a long line of people that anytime he's asked a question can only uh, answer it through the, uh, the lens of his career. Mm-hmm. He's a career man. Everything's got to be an analogy to surgery. He's very, he's, very, he's very much in the Mari mold of uh, Survivor contestants. <laughs> we should do a simulated season where it's just everybody who's compared Survivor to their uh, job. Get a fam and, and Mari and, and, and what's his name? Kenny from Gabon. It's a good idea. Tune in for a future season of Survivor. Whatever. Drop the four, drop the one. It's a new game. <laughs> I'm the new Jeff Probst. So they go on a, the summit, uh, Deshaun and Evie. Deshaun feels a lot of pressure to succeed, we hear. Um, that's cool. I don't know. <laughs> What's the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, you know, I mean, 
good for him that he's pursuing his career, I guess. What? Uh, he's a doctor, right? I think he's like maybe like a resident or something right now. I think he's going. He, it says medical student, mm. so he's not a doctor. Well, I wouldn't know because he's not comparing his job to his profession. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, come on. Survivor step it up, Deshaun. We need more analogies. I, I only understand things through analogies. It makes sense to me. Every tells Deshaun about how the beware advantage works. Uh, so maybe this is a future alliance. Every just got an alliance with everybody. I thought this was smart. I will say, based on the entirety of this episode, do you think that Evie is playing too hard? <sighs> no. not. Uh, see, my answer is yes. Why do you say that? Because being too loose with other people's information, getting into, like, kind of, like, uh, I just feel like you're, you're just trying, like, a little too hard to do alliances with everyone. And I think people will catch on to that mm. eventually, especially if you have to keep going back to tribal council. Yes, I think, I think they're just playing a very social game. Like, they're... Like too, but I think it. I think you can be too social. I think you can be too aggressive in that kind of social game. Mm, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I. I think they're playing a very strategic game with that. Uh, like it's not information. Like they're using information that doesn't actually affect them. So it, she by by telling Deshaun about Xander's advantage, she is, or they are basically neutralizing that advantage because it's, like, information is power, right? So if Evie is giving everybody information about everybody else, all of that information is powerless to those people who held it before. No, I, I, I think the stuff with Deshaun is good. I think what I'm saying is if you are in a position where you're going to tribal council every week, I think this, I think this is a game if you know that you're relatively safe from getting voted out because you're not going in every week. I think you can play really well, but I just think you get this many shots at elimination. People are going to notice how much you're talking to everyone. Yeah, I will. Like if you're the person that's running everything, which it seems pretty obvious that Evie is, eventually people are going to blindside you. Yes. Uh, I could definitely see that happening. I could definitely see, I could see Xander and Tiffany doing that, but I don't think Liana's going to do that before the merge. Yeah, I just think in terms of, like, people that are trying to run the game, I think Shan's done the best job of everybody pretty comfortably. Mm -hmm. I think Evie is maybe overplaying their hand, but overall I think is playing pretty well so far. And then uh, I think Ricard is a little too aggressively trying to be like the leader of that tribe that, I, there's nothing i hate more than somebody who's trying really hard to be the leader ricard is boston robbing it boston recording it where where is yeah. ricard from do you remember i want to say that he lives in new york uh ricard from survivor let's see linwood washington so we Oh yeah, it was Washington. Yeah, we could we could call him Linwood Ricard. That's like Boston Rob, but the opposite side of the country. Linwood Ricard. <laughs> hey everybody, it's everybody's favorite character from Survivor, Linwood Ricard. It'd be that or like Washington Ricard. 
Yeah, but then it's like Washington, D.C. or Washington State. Massachusetts Rob. A lot of people do call him that. I love Massachusetts Rob. He's my favorite. Uh, Linwood Ricard's hobbies are violin, running, and winter guard. Hey, Thomas, what's winter guard? That's a great question. Uh, my guess is that it's some sort of mouthwash. <laughs> I was going to say it's like color guard, but like you're on skis. Oh, I like that too. That's great. Winter guard. You're twirling around a ski pole instead of a flag. Winter guard is an indoor color guard sport and performance art derived from military ceremonies. Okay. Modern winter guard is a competitive performance-based activity which incorporates choreographed staging, dance, and manipulation of equipment such as flags, prop rifles, and sabers. Unlike traditional color guard, winter guard performances and contestants are held indoors, usually in a gymnasium and indoor area. Why is it called Winter Guard, though? I that you know what that is a great. I question. thought it was like gonna be on ice or something. No, it's just Color Guard is it indoors. It, is it because it's indoors? Yeah, I guess because like Color Guard's normally outdoors. Oh, so this is Color Guard you do in the winter. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, I guess, I guess. Well, good for you, Linwood Ricard. Learn something new every day. I I I don't like. It. <laughs> He's not my <laughs> He's doing too much. Uh, sp- speaking of people... He, which, again, this is more based off of the first episode, because he was barely in this That's one. true. That's true. Uh, but, you know, that's all we have to base our opinion on. So, either do more in the next episode, or do less, Linwood Ricard. Speaking of people doing too much, every returns to Yasa. Everybody updates every on their plans. Every, ret- re- every informs Tiffany... That Xander can't vote. So now Tiffany wants to vote for Voce. What do you think of this plan? To take out Voce Uh, because Xander can't vote. I mean, I guess. I... Do you really want Tiffany? Do you... Are you really keeping Tiffany around for that long? She's not... Like, what does that give you? Um, another trip to Tribal Council with our favorite guy, Jeff Probst. Yeah, I don't get this. It's like, I don't know if Voce is like a great person in challenges, but you just had somebody cost you about as badly as they can in a tribal council, and you lose every week. I think Evie, Liana, and Tiffany are all very committed to women making it far in the game. You're going to end up with only one of you left in your tribe. Because boys are stronger? Sexist. No, because none of them are good at physical challenges. These three specifically. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week. Uh, I don't know. I like it, it's great that you want to carry that alliance forward, but you have to know that you have to be able to get out of the merge. Like you go to tribal council every yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping they pull it together, but I don't see how they could do it because they don't have any food. I don't think they have any shelter. Or at least they have, like, very basic shelter. They don't have fire. <laughs> yeah, either you're going to get sent to different tribes or uh, in a tribe swap, or they're going to do the thing where they let your tribe whittle down to one. There's not tribe swaps this season. Oh, there's, there's not? No okay, yeah, so you're going to you're gonna be on your own. Yeah. You're going to be, like, come it's gonna on! It's going to come down to Evie and Liana, and they're going to have to, like, do fire to... And I'm betting on Liana there. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I would love to see Yasa just get demolished, except for the two of them, 
and then have them go to fire and then like merge the very next episode. And then Evie or Liana, whoever goes forward is just the swing vote between these two other tribes. I feel like that would be so much fun to watch, but we'll see. I don't see how Yasa is ever going to come back from this. They're in such a bad spot. And well, at a certain point that needs to reflect on the people in the tribe too. (laughs) It's like, you're doing this to yourself. All right. Before we talk more about how terrible Yasa is at this tribe, we do have to talk about these wildlife shots. And Thomas, I'm excited about these wildlife shots this week because we saw somebody we haven't seen in a while. We got some snakes. We got spiders. We got birds. We got a heron. Uh, that's all pretty normal for our friends over in Fiji. Also normal for our friends over in Fiji is a visit from your son, Roland the Bat. It's great to have him back. Uh, you know, love seeing him. I do feel like maybe too much because we're always on Fiji, like even with the break. Wow. You like that tweet. That's like, what if the kid has bad vibes? That's how you're yeah, talking about rolling. No, the he doesn't now. have bad vibes, but what if you don't want to be around him all the time? Is that so wrong? You got to call Child Protective Services for that? I think that's ridiculous. We haven't seen Roland in nearly two years, uh, and you're just throwing him under the bus immediately. But joke's on you because bats can actually fly, so he'll be fine. We also got um, a manini. Do you, have you heard of this fish? That's a delicious sandwich, is what it sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, that's when I get a panini, I call it, I say, give me manini. I'll have a manini panini, please. Uh, It's also called the convict surgeon fish or the convict tang. It's a white and yellow fish with thin black stripes down the sides. It's about seven inches long, has a small snout, nose, and thick lips. (laughs) Sorry, I said it like that. Normally, you got to go to uh, Doc Miami to get uh, fillers that good, but mm-hmm. this fish, all natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they can be found throughout the Indo-Pacific region. Uh, they've also been found in the Mediterranean and the Adriatic Seas entering through. Uh, do you know where, Thomas? Do you know how they uh, got from the Indo-Pacific region to the Adriatic and Mediterranean Seas? How did they do that? That's well, a little uh, canal that's been in the news recently. Oh, is it? Uh, did they get stuck in the Suez? They did not get stuck in the Suez Canal. They actually made it through. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, they just seem like good, chill fish. I don't know. There's not a lot of information. It's like, well, I, I, I checked the Wikipedia article and it was basically like, they're a fucking fish. What do you want? They're out there. They're doing. They're not invasive. They're not in danger. Yeah. They're just. They're there. They're just hanging yes, out. I, I, the last fact was going to be good news. They are nowhere near endangered, and I love that because like they're not hurting anybody. Nobody's hurting them. They're just around. You know. They're just around. They're just. They're just fucking vibing out there. Yeah. And they're existing perfectly within the ecosystem they're supposed to be in. Unlike Roland the bat, who's all bad vibes. The uh, convict tang, good vibes only. That's right. Okay, so we get into this tribal council, and Jeff addresses the audience about the upcoming tribal council. What did you think of this? It's weird. Very it weird. Felt right? really weird. <laughs> felt like Blues Clues. <laughs> I, I feel like all of the uh, the added audience participation stuff feels like that. Yeah. I, it's like, do you want to do some homework? <laughs> no. My favorite thing is the game within the game thing, where they like. We'll show you the 
prompt for like two seconds. It was like, how am I supposed to figure it out in that amount of time? Um, Dora gave me a lot more time, so I appreciate that. But like, what? Why? Why am I doing that? Right. What is the purpose of me doing it? Right. Why are you telling me to go to a website? to distract myself from the game that's happening on my television. A game I've been watching for 20 years, Jeffrey. Stupid. I'm mad at, I'm mad about the game within the game. I'm sorry. It's really dumb. I don't know what they like I can't wait to go do this word puzzle during the commercial. And it's not even during the commercial. It's during the fucking challenge. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to watch the challenge. I have to do this word puzzle. D- during the commercial would actually make a lot of sense. Like to keep people engaged like, "Oh, hey, Jeff is on screen for 30 seconds and he's going to do like a green screen uh, to the challenge and you can see the game within the game. All right, go to this website. And then it's like, and also Levitra is a drug you can buy or whatever commercials say. I usually mute commercials because I'm not a capitalist. Okay. And that's why this show doesn't have sponsors, but you can go to our Patreon, but it could, it could, it could. And it could be you. If you wanted to be a four star fan, you could do that and give us, we're not closing. I just want to. I want to push back on what my colleagues said. We are not closing any doors as far as sponsors. We're not up to uptime. You owe us a lot of money. We mention you every single week. We talk about Cade Cunningham pretty regularly now, and he's your guy now. Uh, Jake, do you think it smells like uptime in here? What's uptime? Nothing much. What's up with time? Wow, that's fucking deep, man. What is up with him? You ever think about how like we made uptime? Like, how did we do that? Yeah crazy did you know that time didn't exist until trains existed that's nuts so that we could know when trains were coming between towns this has been jake's uh this has been jake's time corner <laughs> this whole show is jake's time corner. talk about talk about time <laughs> i love time i find it super interesting uh you can catch me on time talk that's tiktok i don't time. like i don't like time I'm we don't have the, enough the of counter it counter argument against this i need 25 hours in the day let me tell you i got so much shit going on in my life why is this time making me age i think it's bullshit no time for me Mm -mm. if it were up to me i'd just stay in my house for a year and a half and not do anything no time no time uh you know who has no time in the game of survivor anymore it's voce he does compare the game of survivor to neurosurgery again uh, and he says he wasn't smart growing up. <laughs> Voce killing it. Actually, I really like Voce now. Yeah, what was the... What was this supposed to mean? He was like, not everybody can be a doctor. Even me, a dumb guy. Well, the thing with, like, quickly calculating percentages is that, like, that's... You can do it or you can't. It's not a thing you work on. Uh, yeah, you gotta study for it. Um, I will know forever that 1-6 is 16.7%, though. I could probably figure that out on my own, though. After much deliberation. Voce is one of the most obviously full of shit players I've seen on the game in, like, quite a while. (laughs) He's really obnoxious, right? I uh, I was not sad to see him go. Evie compares being strong in challenges versus social strength. And again, we've talked about it before. There's no point in being socially strong if you can't make the merge. Yep. And... Gotta get there. Nobody will even date you if you don't make the merge. So that's a, that's a line from a season we haven't watched yet, Thomas. The first Blood versus okay. Water. Uh, it's a decent season. Uh, and then Xander says the episode title, Juggling Chainsaws. Good. Good shit. I loved it. Xander, 
You know, although not a lot of JD this episode, my other son, but Xander, also my son. I have two sons now. I know you have three sons and they all have like a house on the sun or whatever. And it happens in that game. But I have two sons and their names are Xander and JD. That's right. Uh, Tiffany gets one vote. Voce gets three votes. So Voce's out and we're fine with that. Seems like a, a decent, like seeing him on the cast list before the season started, I was like, oh, he's an early pre-merge boot. <laughs> like there's no way this guy is getting far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I can't help but agree there. So last week you had four points. I had five points. You got a point for Yasa's person surviving, who is Evie, even though we're saying you, you were saying you're not loving their gameplay right now. I think they're going to be around for a, a little bit, but I think that they are setting themselves up for a fall. I think Evie is a, in a very good position on the Yasa tribe now. And that will put them in a very good position in the merge because they'll be a swing boat, basically. Because there's going to be nobody else on the drive. Well, they better be the only one that gets out. Uh, my Yasa person also survived. That is Xander Hastings, my favorite son. Don't tell JD. Uveron uh, Ua, Genie Machini survived, and JD survived. So we each got a point for that. Luvu, Deshaun survived, and Erica survived, so we both got a point for that. We did not predict any reward. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, we didn't say anything, did yeah, we? Yeah, I uh, listened back to it, and I was like, I don't remember who I picked for this. Um, so The answer was no one. The answer was no one. What tribe do you think will win the reward, Thomas? Uh, I'm going to say that... Remind me which one is the blue one and which is the green one. Luvu is blue. You can call them Bluevu. And yeah, Ua and is Ua, green. And Ua is green. I'm going to stick with Bluevu. I think they're going to just dominate everybody. Uh, I think... Oh. Is Danny also on Luvu? Excuse me, Bluevu? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a strong tribe. Um, that's smart. I'm going to go with that, too. I'm going to say Bluevu wins reward. What will the reward be? They've Okay, so they've already gotten fishing gear. Mm-hmm. They've gotten two non-food rewards. Flint and what? And fishing gear. Oh, and fishing gear. I thought you meant in addition to the fishing gear. Yes. So, early se- still early season. What's the, what's the one we always go for? Tools to build a shelter, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Oh, okay. I'm going to say chocolate chip cookies. Uh, I'm just having flashbacks to the Sugar Randy thing in Gabon. Um, yep. Nothing will ever... Someone's going to get real mad about <laughs> it. Uh, I will say... You know what? I gotta say it. Tools to build a shelter. Why not? It's about time. Yeah, you know, it's it's right there. You might you might as well take it. Who's winning the immunity challenge? Uh, I, I'm also going to say that Luvu wins this. I'm. You know what? I'm hedging my bets. I'm going to say Uwa wins this. Uh... Thomas, honestly, they're probably both. We'll probably both get the point for this. They're one. probably both going to win it. It's we'll like, probably both get a it's point. It's very obvious that Yas is going to drop a council again. Uh, so, who's getting voted out? I think it's it's either going to be Evie of caves and goes after Tiffany, or she or Evie attempts to uh, get Leon out early. Because uh, 
she's more of a threat. I don't know. I, I'm going to say Tiffany. I think they're going to, you know. I was hoping you would say Xander because I wanted to say Tiffany. <sighs> I don't, they're not going to, why, they can't vote out Xander. They have, that would I, be insane. I, they have to vote I out have Tiffany. I have to say Tiffany too. It's, this next episode seems very predictable based on this last one, but, but like, you know, sometimes I mean, you need good that. For them, good for them if they vote out, out Xander. Like, Xander can't hurt you right now. Yeah. And until the other two people find their idols, Xander is useless. And you need him for challenges. You you use him he's for challenges. No, he is and then not he can't a, vote against He literally you. can't be a threat to you. And but he can help you. Yeah. Versus Tiffany, who will hurt you and could also conspire to vote you out. Yep. Yep. I could totally see Tiffany trying to go for Evie right now and it backfiring. Uh, which I would love to see. I don't think she has any other move, otherwise she's getting voted off. Yeah. I guess maybe try like try to get Xander out, but I just I don't or I mean, I don't see much of an advantage for the other two to do that, unless unless I mean, if Evie's really really committed to the women's alliance thing, maybe you do it. But that would like you're gonna lose a it woman. It would be so dumb. Yeah, you, then you deserve to lose the game at that point. Like you need to work with what you have. Yeah, it's just it, Tiffany's the right. It's oh my god, whatever. We'll, we'll see next week uh, what happens. Uh, your product placement point is Pizza Hut. Mine is Outback. Neither of them have shown up yet, but we're getting there. Should we get a point for commercials that show up too? No, that would be unfair. No, because that's just a sponsorship. Um, I watched. I watched it, it with no commercials. So. and I, I think the commercials. I don't watch it live, so yeah, I, I, I don't think that's fair. Well, I, I said it before, and I'll say again. I love Bill O'Reilly. Uh, I say fuck it, we'll do it live, and that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, you know what I didn't watch live, though, because it's fairly boring? A show called The Challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. Thomas, did you watch The Challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies last week? I, I, I didn't, and apparently it's good I didn't. Uh, yeah, it's pretty boring. Uh, they had to do a challenge where they collected puzzle pieces in the water, and then they did a puzzle. Good shit. Uh, and, oh, also there was an explosion at the end because of the spy theme. Isn't that cool? Yeah, very. It's really cool because, like, no other challenges they ever do do that. So it's, like, really special every time there's an explosion. It's, it's cool. Uh, That's definitely, <laughs> yeah. Couldn't agree more. CT and Emmy won the challenge. Uh, so that's really exciting. Because we love CT and Emmy is also there. The House voted in Huey and Berna as the last all-rookie team. Then... CT and Emmy sent in Priscilla and Jeremiah, who are two more rookies. And then, Thomas, I have to tell you, the greatest thing in challenge history happened. Oh, wow. In the elimination, they had to stand back-to-back uh, against a pole with their partner's wrists tied together. Uh, so then there's this pole between them that they have to climb while facing away from it. Priscilla and Jeremiah do really well together. But Huey cannot get up the pole. Have I told you what the big thing about Huey? What's the big thing about Huey? His butt. He's got a really big uh-huh. butt. Okay. And he couldn't he couldn't balance on the pole because his butt kept getting in the way. His, yeah, because the, the uh, sound of his ass cheeks clapping. It was just too much. It was alerting all of the cards. <laughs> so Priscilla and Jeremiah uh, fucking won easily um and then they sometimes you sometimes you lose a challenge because you're dummy thick like what can you do you know that's part of the challenge it's you know something you got to look out for it's just the game game within a game 
trying to balance that butt. <laughs> yeah. Trying to balance that butt while I do this word puzzle. Uh, so um, now there's no more all rookie teams, so that means the vets have to start going for each other. And it's uh, been a fucking while since uh, we saw anything interesting on this show, so I'm excited for this next episode. Uh, Thomas, if people wanted to follow you on Twitter, where would they do that? Uh, hypothetically, they would follow me at TomNotTom. On Twitter.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The show is at DYWSLN. I'll be tweeting all week about Linwood Ricard. Uh, and we're going to get this... We're going we're gonna to get this nickname off the ground. This is going to be a big deal. I'm just Every time we mention Ricard on the Survivor Reddit, it'll be like, oh, you mean Linwood Ricard? And eventually it'll just stick. Uh, so we'll also do that over on Instagram. Uh, that is... Instagram.com slash the only survivor podcast. Is that how the URL works? I've never, I've literally never looked at the URL. Sure, why not? Uh, we have shows on Patreon. Just Joey is only $10,000 a month and they go beyond that. Or if you're a cheapskate, you can give us a lower r- review for a certain amount of money that is less than $50 or equal to $50. Uh, Thomas, we should take this opportunity to thank the fans. Uh, yeah, uh, fans, thank you. Uh, the, the DYWSLN universe <laughs> we got here every night to d- uh, do uh, podcast entertainment for you. Yeah. Every day of the week, a new show. Uh, just Joey, just Justin, Justin Sink. God, Thomas, I almost said just friends. Can you imagine if we had to watch friends? Crazy. <laughs> I would never. I would never watch friends. I'm a The Office guy only. Did you know that there's a prequel show to Joey called Friends? <laughs> yeah, they actually got Joey Tripiani's real life son to play him. Apparently Joey was hanging out with some other people. The show wasn't just about Joey. Mm. It was really weird. Seems weird and not necessary. Joey's the only guy I care about. Uh, if you care about these guys, me and Thomas, my best friend, uh, you can review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I guess it's called now. I just have never updated this part of the notes. Uh, that review is, Thomas, it's a boilerplate review for everybody to do. This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Uh, how many stars is that? Uh, five. You have to pay us if you want to give anything lower than that. If, it's four, if you want to give us four stars, if you're like, oh, this show is excellent, but uh, not superb, whatever you say. It's only $10 a month. You can do that at patreon.com. If you stop giving that amount of money, your uh, review disappears. <laughs> you have to give it indefinitely for the review to stay up. <laughs> That's how it works. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. It's just the rules. Three-star thanks, $20 a month. Two-star teammate, $30 a month. Uh, and if you are a one-star wonder, that's $50 a month, and we will give you a shout-out every week, and we'll definitely shit on you. Yeah. We'll tell you to fuck off every week. <laughs> oh, and if you give us a one-star review, your name gets bleeped like our, all of our other named, uh, people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we already said Just Joey, 10000 Just Justin, 15000 and Justin Sink is 20000 a month. I'm legit excited about Just Justin. Uh, when somebody starts giving us fifteen grand a month... I can't wait to be getting fifteen grand a month. I'll talk about fucking anything. <laughs> except for the two other things that you need to pay more money exactly. for. Exactly. Alright, well, Thomas, Survivor is back, which means summer is over. It is spooky season, so I gotta say it to you right now. Have a great spooky season. (laughs) 
Have a nice trip. See you next fall. There it is. Deuces. Deuces. The faster we're falling, we're stopping and stalling. We're running in circles again. Just as things were looking up, you said it wasn't good enough. But still, we're trying one more time. Maybe we're just trying too hard. When really it's closer than it is too far. Complain, but when you're driving me insane Well then I think it's time that we took a break Maybe we're just trying too hard When really it's closer than it is too far There's one uh, scene in Squid Game where they have to play Red Light, Green Light and There's a big doll that turns its head around and, and says Red Light, Green Light And they have to run across this field And then she's like, alright, if I turn my head around and you're still moving uh, you're out. And it was like, uh, okay. So they start running, and then the people that she catches still moving, and she turns around again, shot in the chest, and die. And then uh, everybody starts screaming and shouting and running. And then guess what? They also get shot. Whoa! This sounds, this sounds really stupid. It's very stupid. And guess what? It doesn't get better from there. It's the most popular show on Netflix. I was hoping it would be like. Are we going into an era where like saw type stuff is going to be popular again? Is that where are we going back to that? Well, it's actually a uh, comment on capitalism and how it's bad. Did you even consider that? Oh, okay. Well, it has to be good. Yeah, though. it's got a good message, so that means it's good. Uh, yeah, so that means that the writing's good. All the other writing stuff is yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, stupid. Just watch any other fucking shit, you know. There's so much content. We don't need to all watch Squid Game. Well, apparently we do. Smarten up probes.